This podcast discusses content that may be triggering for some listeners. Please be advised discussions include gambling language, types of gambling, and addiction. Hello, and welcome to the Hidden Addiction Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the New York Council on Problem Gambling. Across New York State, we have seven problem gambling resource centers dedicated to connecting individuals to care. We're here to increase awareness about problem gambling and advocate for treatment and support for persons adversely affected by problem gambling. Gambling is defined as risking something of value on a game of chance for a desired reward. Problem gambling or even gambling addiction can affect anyone at any time in their life. It might not be talked about or even overlooked because it often can be easily hidden for a long time. Our hope is this podcast shines a light on problem gambling and we can share resources and information to help those who need us. The views and opinions shared by guests may not reflect the views and opinions of the New York Council on Problem Gambling. Hello again, everybody. Thank you for joining us again for the latest edition of the Hidden Addiction Podcast. My name is Jeffrey Wersbicki. I'm with the Western and Finger Lakes Problem Gambling Resource Centers. And joining me today is Amy. Amy, would you like to introduce yourself? Tell us uh, a little bit about what you do and your role. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on today. Really appreciate it. My name is Amy McBride, and I am the Assistant Director of Prevention and Special Programs here at the New York Council on Problem Gambling. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, you know, it's, it's really, uh, the Albany staff with New York Council on Problem Gambling is always up to so many, you know, exciting things, so many things that are really impacting the industry. And so I wanted to talk to you a little bit today and have a little discussion about the VSE. And there's probably a lot of people, I don't know, I didn't even know what the VSE, I had never heard of that before I got into the industry. Um mm-hmm. And working with problem gambling. Now, I did, I had heard you can like sign yourself out of a casino and things like that. But yeah. I think the best way for us to start off is if you could just let everyone know what is the VSE and, you know, what does VSE stand for? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. I don't think you're alone. I think that's how most people uh, feel about VSE. First of all, a lot of people don't don't know that acronym or, or even what it means. And it stands for Voluntary Self-Exclusion. It is a program that exists, like you said, that um, individuals can sign themselves out of the casino. But it, it is more than that. So it's a program in New York State, at least, it's a program that's overseen by the New York State Gaming Commission. And individuals can decide to sign themselves out of not just the casino, but other types of gambling as well. Uh, So they can exclude themselves from casinos, they can exclude themselves from horse racing, they can exclude themselves from um, sports gambling and with the caveat that it's all inclusive. So they can't pick and choose um, with this form. They're not able to pick and choose what type of gambling they want to exclude from, or they can't pick an individual facility necessarily like, oh, I only want to exclude from 
uh, the casino down the street from me. They, the form includes um, all these different forms of gambling that is legal in New York State. And an individual can um, complete this in one, you know, one of two ways. The first being the most well-known, they can go into a gaming facility and complete the paperwork with the security department, fill it out, get their picture taken, and you know they can they can handle that whole process there at the gaming facility. However, there's as you can imagine, Jeffrey, there are some significant downsides um, for people at times to to do that process, mostly walking into a right. You know, think about that. If you're an individual that's like, all right you know what, my gambling is really damaging me and I, I can't do this safely anymore. And I want to take this step and I want to get some help and support for for my gambling. And I, I know I can't, you know, gamble responsibly or, you know, I, I can't stay within my limits, whatever it is. And they want to exclude, you know, to actually walk into a facility um, can be dangerous for a lot of folks. So Part of this VSC support program that I'm going to talk more about here with you today is looking to promote the um, other option of completing voluntary self-exclusion in New York State, and that's through the mail. Um, there's a mail-in option that a lot of people are not aware of. So that's um, part of what the support, uh, the VSC support program looks to do is assist folks with that mail-in option. So, and when actually, when when you were saying they fill out this form, security comes, they get their picture taken. I I mm-hmm. the first thing that came to my mind was like vilified or something, you know, and where it's got to be really intimidating. So we we are definitely we'll we'll talk about the VSE support program, but I want to back up just a little bit. Um, you had mentioned horse racing, sports betting, the casinos. Is the mm-hmm. process for the VSE? the same process for each type of gambling or like how does how would that work if i was betting on sports and i I just don't be able to bet on sports anymore because you know that's kind of what i'm having a problem with i'm not too concerned with casinos because i don't really go to them do i do i have to go to the casino to get that vse form for the sports betting right you know before this process that's a great question, Jeffrey. I'm so glad that you asked that too. So voluntary self-exclusion is, it's its basically a tool that's in place to help and support individuals with um, their gambling and, and to put a barrier in place for themselves to, you know, hopefully um, reduce their harm, their gambling harm. So sports betting being one of the newer legalized forms of gambling works slightly different. So on that New York State voluntary self-exclusion form that I was talking about, it does include sports gambling. So basically, if you fill out that form, it includes sports gambling along with those other forms of gambling I was mentioning. However, sports gambling is a little unique in New York State because you can, there's um, various sports books um, in New York State, and an individual can go to their app or website, go to that specific sports book and actually exclude directly through them. 
And that's a little bit unique with sports gambling. So that's an option for people as well. So like you said, if you're an individual who's like, oh, you know what? I only, I only gamble on sports and that's all I'm interested in excluding from, that would be an option for them. They may not necessarily need or want to go through the whole process of filling out the New York State voluntary self-exclusion form under the gaming commission. So it, with the sports books, now there's there's nine sports books that are operating in New York State. Um, yes. So if somebody wants to go on one of, let's just say someone has all of the apps, because if they're all, all the nine sports books, they're using them. Mm-hmm. If you kind of sign out from one of those, are all the other ones included? How does... How would someone protect themselves in that situation? Well, if they're going to go that route as far as excluding just for sports, um, just for sports betting, um, they would have to go through each individual um, sports book currently. That's the way it's set up in New York State. So their their options really are to go to each individual sports book, sports book um, and exclude or do the form that covers all of them. And if anyone is listening, there's more information for you on the New York Council on Problem Gambling website. You can visit nyproblemgambling.org for more information and contact information. So <clears throat> you mentioned the Gaming Commission, and New York Council on Problem Gambling is not part of the Gaming Commission. Um, but the New York Council on Problem Gambling has launched uh, the VSE support program. And so is this like in conjunction with the gaming commission how did first how did this idea come about what was the what was the driving factors i think we already talked about some of them you know fear worry mm-hmm. sort of what led to this vse support program um how is it connected with the gaming commission and i guess it's a three part question you know at that point how would somebody reach out for help with the vse well, the program really came about, as, as you know, Jeffrey, in, um, at the council, one of my former roles, I was a program manager. So basically, I was one of the people that would answer the phone um, in the Northeast region of New York State. I'd answer the phone. I'd get people to connected to uh, resources and support for, for gambling. And through that whole experience, um, for myself, as long you know, as well as other um, staff here at the council, we really recognized that um, clients and um, you know our callers were really struggling with excluding in that whole process. So sometimes they would be calling us directly for some help and support, um, walking through that program. And like you said, it's it's a program through the gaming commission. And, you know, we just really saw a need. We saw a gap there that individuals are interested in doing this. Our clinicians are interested in using this as a treatment tool or part of a treatment plan to support their clients with their recovery. And there was really just this gap in how do we support people in completing this process? How do we get answers to their questions? Because it's a legal document and it can be confusing at times. And like we're saying before, it can be really 
intimidating and it can be really dangerous to walk into the casino to complete it. So, you know, as a program manager, like myself and my colleagues, we were encouraging folks to do this process through the mail, which is a safer option. However, there are some roadblocks in completing that process through the mail. The main one being, if you're going to go through that mail-in option, you have to have that form notarized. And that was really difficult for some of our callers and clients calling into the council because, you know, there's still a lot of shame and stigma with gambling. So you got a picture, you know, if you're an individual who's like, all right, I'm ready to do this. I want some help. I want to do this. I want to complete this form. Well, now you're saying I have to print this form out. I have to go find a notary in my small town. I have to get this paperwork complete. Um, You know, people are now going to know my business. I have to get all this paperwork together. I don't even know what this information is. I don't know completely what I'm signing and go through this whole process and then have to take the next step of mailing it all in. It's a lot. Um, So again, we just really saw this need and this gap for folks to get that support. So part of the voluntary self-exclusion program came from all this information, all these people calling in wanting help and support or clinicians looking for a better way. So part of this voluntary support program is, um, you know, looking to help people answer those questions uh, about the VSE process. What does it mean? What are these term limits? There's, you know, I can, I can uh, exclude for different periods of time. What does that mean? What happens if I go to a casino while I'm under my exclusion period? So there's always been a lot of questions that were looking to walk people through and through the actual process. And um, a big piece of it is I became a notary so I can actually notarize the mail-in option. Um, I can do it electronically for anybody in New York state. So that's, that's huge. We can remove that barrier for people and really make sure that this process is as easy as possible if they're not already connected to resources or counseling or local supports, we can help make that um, easy handoff to supports as well. You you mentioned um, they can people can select an amount of time to mm-hmm. exclude from you know casinos or sports betting. What are the options there and? How does someone go about making that decision? Is it is it in conjunction with you know their maybe their therapy or is it a personal decision? What are what are their choices? Yeah, so the options on the form are one year, three years, five years, or lifetime. Wow. So those are those are the various options, and it's really up to the individual what they feel like um, the most common are one year and lifetime. So for some people, they're like, okay, I want to see if this helps. And they might select that one year or people go into this saying, you know what? I know I never want to do this type of gambling again. And they choose the lifetime ban. Um, So 
those are the most popular options. But again, people can select that three or five years. It's all up to the individual's preference. And um, we do recommend someone to do this in conjunction with therapy or some sort of support. And that's, again, something else we offer through our problem gambling resource centers is that connection to a problem gambling treatment specialist. And that's highly recommended because uh, studies have shown that, you know, voluntary self-exclusion, it's a great program, but it's just a tool. And it's only, it's only as good as, um, you know, the, the, the person, um, you know, and, and what place they're at. So if they are just using this and hoping that this is going to, you know, solve everything, it, it may not. And therapy is so important. So we really do encourage an individual if they're not already connected with a therapist um, to do so. Now, to, I just, I, I have a couple of questions. So we're going to, we're going to start with the the casino idea and the VSE. So the Gaming Commission is a New York State organization, right? Yes. Okay. So their state agency in New York State. state okay. And there's also so there's state-run gaming facilities, and there's also Native American-run gaming facilities. Are yes. is the process the same for the state-run facilities as it is for the Native American facilities? How does that work? Another great question, Jeffrey. So in New York State, there are, like you said, there's the the state, you know, the state-run facilities or commercial casinos, as they're called. Then there's also video lottery gaming, and those are included under that VSC form under the Gaming Commission. But as you're mentioning, there's also what's called tribal gaming. So within New York State, there are three main tribes in in the state that have casinos or have, um, you know, gambling, um, brick and mortar um, gambling. So their process is separate and completely different from this uh, voluntary self-exclusion program under the Gaming Commission. They're their own separate entity and they have their own process, their own process, their own forms. And one thing that we do say with the VSC support program is if someone's interested in finding more information about that individual tribe, we'd still encourage them to reach out to our support program because we can answer questions and help make those connections as well. Even though it's not the same form or same process, they are very similar. So it really sounds like um, a lot of, you know, care and concern for the person that's struggling really was kind of paramount to why this program, the support program was put in place. And you did mention yes. the program managers at the local PGRCs. And if anyone wants to reach out to their local PGRC, whether it's for the VSE, um, whether it's just to get some more information, you can visit nyproblemgamblinghelp.com. Dot org and you can find the information for your local PGRC. Um, so well, as we wrap up here, Amy, this, you know, it's it's much needed. It sounds like it's going to make the process so much easier for people. Is there a cost involved for this? You mentioned a notary. Is there any cost to the, the caller or the person that's asking for the help with the voluntary self-exclusion? 
There is not. So that's another reason if someone's interested in this program, that's another reason to reach out to us. Um, we also, just like the PGRCs at the council, we really follow that no barriers to care model. We look to just support folks and meet them where they're at and get them the assistance that they're looking for. And part of that means for this program, there is no cost associated. The council does have some funds set aside to help cover that cost for the notary and the services. And just like the, the PGRCs, if you're interested in getting counseling, there are funds available to help cover that cost if you um, if you need that kind of help. So same thing with the support program for VSE. We will definitely get you through the process at no cost and get you connected to care if you need to. And when when someone is looking for that help, are they being are they connecting with you or directly? Or are they connecting with the um, their local PGRC? What would be the easiest way for someone to get the process started with the voluntary self exclusion support program and NYCPG? Well, I, I'd say yes and yes to both. <laughs> to both, you can either reach out to the VSC support program through your local problem gambling resource center, or they could reach out to me directly. Either way, they're gonna get they're gonna get to to myself um, for the voluntary self-exclusion support program. Um, currently we're a program of one as we launch this pilot program, but this program I believe is going to be growing um, significantly in the next year. And eventually we will have a larger staff um, supporting folks. But right now it's just me. And again, if, if there's a clinician or an individual that's looking to get information about uh, this particular program, they can reach out directly uh, to me. And the best way would be either through a phone or email. So my uh, number for the support program, 518-903-0217. And they can email at vsesupport at nycpg.org. Or if that's too much to, to remember or write down, easy way to reach us is 833-HERE-TO-HELP. And that gets you connected to the PGRCs. And they can get all the information that you need and, and get you transferred over to the VSC support line. And I think so. I think that I think that answers all of my question. And I really, you know, I have I learned so much whenever I talk to anyone within the New York Council on Problem Gambling. So I do want to say thank you so much for joining us and sharing this information. Is there anything that we didn't cover with the VSE that you do want to share, or um, something that I, I might have left out? Because I do have I have a little familiarity with it. So is there something that anyone else would need? <laughs> I, I think you did a, you had great questions, Jeffrey. Um, just to summarize at the BSE support program, you're going to be connected uh, with a problem gambling expert. You can get assistance with the application. We can get the electronic notary services. If you would like to complete the paperwork and get it mailed in. Um, and we just provide overall information and support and get you connected uh, to your local resources. Thank you so much. And I, I will say as a as a team leader in Western the Western region and Finger Lakes region, this is 
absolutely something I'll be promoting to everyone that I talk to about because it's just it's going to be such a valuable tool for people. As, as you said, it's just it's one more tool to help someone on that road to recovery. And the more the, the more support they have, the more tools and just, you know, we hate to say make things easy for people. But if we make it easy for someone and not as scary, I think more mm-hmm. people look at that option um, and just really realize how valuable it can be on that on that path. And again, um, absolutely. One thing I always say, Jeffrey, is it's it's hard to ask for help. It is a big step for people. So if you are already making that step and wanting to make some change and you're you're reaching out saying, hey, I, I'm ready to do this. I want some help. It should be easy. There's no reason for it to be hard or difficult, right? It, it's you're going through something um, really huge and impactful already. And if you're asking for help, we're going to make sure that you get it. And it should be easy. And that's the whole goal of this program. So again, Amy, thank you for joining us. Um, anybody listening, we're going to give you the number again. So if you want to write it down, the phone number is 518-903-0217. So you can reach Amy directly at that number. You can also email V as in Victor, S as in Sam, E as in Edward, support at nycpg.org and you can also reach out to your local problem gambling resource centers and i encourage you to reach out to your local problem gambling resource center just to say hello inter- you know get an introduction so you you know who's there in case you're ever in the position to help someone or need help yourself so amy thank you so much for joining us again for this latest My edition of the hidden addiction podcast and i hope everyone enjoys their fall thanks so much jeffrey